Welcome to the New Wave Entrepreneur, where we dive headfirst into Web 3.0, personal sovereignty, spirituality, and psychology. These conversations are unfiltered access to brilliant minds and actionable advice that will prepare you for the rapidly changing world. So, jump in. The water is warm and the tide is rising. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of The New Wave Entrepreneur. Before we get into today's episode, I want to just make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you are listening on. So if you're on iTunes, go ahead and click the subscribe button. If you're on Spotify, go ahead and follow this podcast. And please do me the honor of leaving a comment or a review on whatever platform you're on. That'll help us get the message out. Now, let's just talk about what happened over the weekend. I'm recording this podcast on Saturday night. And uh, if you're watching the crypto markets on Friday, you will have noticed that there was a huge, we're going to call it a crash, not even a correction, but a flash crash of essentially the entire crypto market, maybe a 20 to 30% dip, depending on which coins you're looking at. And that is pretty concerning for a lot of people. So we want to go over exactly why that happened and what to expect. And, you know, just from my perspective, what really went on. So you'll see that Bitcoin Friday night had a dip uh, to about 45K. In fact, I even saw on Binance and Coinbase, it went down as low as 42,000, down from an all-time high, which was last month uh, of, you know, of 69,000. We almost hit 70,000 last month. So it's quite a big haircut and it settled anywhere between uh, 45 and 47. Now, if I look at Coinbase right now, pull it up on my phone here as if I don't always have it up. And it looks like as of Saturday night, we're looking at a Bitcoin of, you know, 49,000. So we're still right under 50. And listen, you know, a lot of people are new to the space and it can be very disconcerting when you're putting money into the system that is so volatile that you can't even predict where the prices are going to go. So let's talk about why that's actually happening. Well, the first is, one, we've had a lot of movement in the the COVID the COVID crisis, you know, it seems like every couple of months, there's a new variant to be worried about. I mean, it was just a few months ago, it seems that Delta, the Delta variant was the huge talking point and we had to all protect ourselves against Delta. And now the Omicron variant is coming and people are feeling fear around that. Uh, we're not sure exactly how that's going to affect supply chains. There's, uh, you know, some concern that with the new variant coming out, people with no new variant, it's almost like an iPhone drop, the new variant coming out with the new variant coming out that will affect global, global supply chains that will stop money from flowing and it will hurt the, the stock market, which will create a stock market crash. And that's the reason why, or one of the reasons why uh, money is getting pulled out of the crypto markets. So that's the first thing. The second thing is we're seeing a lot of different regulatory pressure or at least talks of different crypto regulations, you know, because to be frank, the the government doesn't quite know how they're going to handle the cryptocurrency space. And so we know that that they're trying to assess how gains will be taxed, how the how these crypto assets will actually be classified, whether they'll be classified as commodities or assets. There's a lot of different you know, speculation and, you know, a lot of different, um, you know, some insecurity around how the government's going to relate to crypto investing. And so we're still trying to figure that out. Of course, we know that earlier in the year, Biden was talking about taxing unrealized gain, which is a scary, scary prospect for, uh, for investors. So that is yet to be seen. 
And there's also something to note here that there's tons of new investors in the market. You know, 2021 was a huge year for retail and public awareness of crypto markets. Now, if you look at the total wallets, I'd have to look and see what the actual stats are. But last time I checked, there was anywhere between maybe 150 and 250 million crypto wallets in the world. And, uh, you know, that's actually not a lot at all. That's still, you know, top 10 to 20 percent of the world uh, in terms of adoption, in terms of where we are uh, with uh, with total adoption of crypto wallets. And so this year, a lot of people got into crypto for the first time. And when you have tons of new retail investors, um, anytime that there are, um, you know, this combination of different fears, whether it's regulations, whether it's COVID variants, we also saw CEOs leaving some big companies this year, you know, to, uh, for instance, Jack Dorsey leaving Twitter and moving on, uh, things like that. People get scared, they pull out of the market, and that creates a kind of a, a domino effect, a, a, you know, pandemonium, almost like an echo chamber of fear where people pull out their market and they try, pull out of the market and they try to, you know, preserve their their uh, capital. And you know, what is kind of what kind of sucks. And what's interesting to note is that when people get scared in the market, oftentimes they will pull their money out as the as the price is falling, and they'll pull out at the bottom, which to me doesn't ever really make sense. I mean, the goal is that you should be putting in only the money that you can afford to lose in these markets. So obviously, no one wants their gains to go down. They don't want their money to go down to zero. But in an ideal situation, you'd be only putting in money that you could afford to lose. You still have enough money from your day job and your your regular cash flow to be able to, to support this. And you wouldn't need to pull the money out of the market. If you need to pull the money out of the market and you get scared, then you're kind of missing the point of the investment. Because if you pull out, typically what happens is people buy into the market at the top because of the hype, because of the FOMO. And then they're new. They're not used to how the market moves and they get scared. And as it starts to sink, because crypto is extremely volatile, they pull out at the bottom. So they are... They are investing when it's the most expensive and pulling out when they're making the least and they're losing money. And that's just not what we want to be doing in these markets. We want to have diamond hands. We want to hodl. And we just want to remember that, you know, there is a huge opportunity still in the market, uh, you know, in the crypto markets in general. And also there's going to be, you know, some huge dips. And there's also, you know, if you're not investing wisely, there's a big chance to lose your money if you're not investing in the things that you believe in long term holding through these inevitable corrections and crashes because that's kind of how this market is. I believe total stock market was down 3% over the weekend, you know, or on Friday. And um, and if you're not holding through these things, then it's kind of defeats the purpose of the investment in the first place because you really should be looking at this as long-term. If you want to start trading positions on a day-to-day basis, it's a different game. But if you're, if you like me are looking at Web3 and you're saying, listen, I believe that this is the future, then you want to be taking your positions and holding as long as you can and really seeing these as as a big opportunity to to buy. And you know, this year has been mostly a bull market. We saw a fairly fairly large correction in in May, May to June. We saw a decent sized dip, but nothing like we saw over this weekend so far. And so, look, things just can't inevitably go up and up. And so what we want to look for is we want to look for these opportunities to buy. You know, these are our actual opportunities to get into the market. It's actually not a bad thing. You know, so a couple of things to note. Just looking at the numbers this year, Bitcoin hit an all-time high of 69K in in November, as we mentioned. And we're still up nearly 2.5x on the year. In January, uh, we were somewhere between 15 and 20. I think we were just around 20. Or Well, if we, it's December 2021 right now. So in December, so a year ago, in December 2020, we were right between 15 and 20. And so even, even now, you know, if we say it's about 50K, we're still up. 
two to two and a half X for the year. And it may still dip more, but our goal is to maintain perspective here. You know, what other assets are doing these types of numbers? That's still a really, really big multiple. And I think that's another reason for why people would want to be pulling out. People want to lock in their gains, you know, and that's, that's fine. You can lock in your profits, but as many people pull out, especially over the holidays, you know, people want to put a, want to pull out some of that money. Don't get scared and start selling. And remember that if you look at most of the big cap stuff, yes, most of the big caps, especially the alts. So, you know, we're talking, uh, Ethereum, Solana, AVAX, uh, you know, Cardano, anything in the top 10, it did have a decent haircut there was a decent correction but all things considered they weathered the storm like if you look at eth for instance eth right now you know on saturday night looking at coinbase uh we're looking at 4200 which is actually quite quite good all things considered and um you know even even around i think the low i bought a little bit around 3800 and that's pretty low but the all-time high was in November, and we hit 4,700 as an all-time high, and now it's only 4,200. At the beginning of the year, uh, we were right at a thousand. You know, in fact, in in December, um, November and December of last year, we were anywhere between five and six hundred dollars. So if you look at that, we're almost up. You know. 5 to 10x on the year, really on a 12-month year-over-year. Those are crazy gains. Again, all things considered, pretty crazy. If you look at some of the newcomers to the top 10 in altcoin, uh, one of my favorites is Solana. And Solana lost a good amount, but then it pretty much bounced uh, bounced back uh, well. You know, looking at just on Saturday night here, looking at Solana, yeah, right, right around 200, not bad. Still made up for the majority of what it made during this bull run. Of course, it hit a high of maybe around 250, 260, maybe about a month ago, but it took the majority of that bull run. It was, you know, it was in the, it was a hundred or, or lower, you know, only, only a few months ago. So again, still maintaining most of those gains. And so we want to look at that from a longer perspective, rather than just seeing the portfolio dropping and getting scared, we want to say, well, all right, well, these assets are still going up and to the right, you know, and, and just to remember, there's a difference between risk and volatility. And what we're seeing now is the extreme volatility of crypto. This is part of the game. This is why it's a marathon and not a sprint. But let me ask you this, you know, where do you think the capital is going to go long-term? Do you see the dollar truly being a safer bet? I don't. You know, if you look at just the trends of the value of the dollar in real value since 1971, when we switched off the gold standard, it's continually going down. You know, the the dollar has been worth less and less and less in real dollars and purchasing power every year since 1971. It's going down and to the right and the crypto markets as a whole, you know, as a, as a, as one market and Bitcoin specifically have been going up and to the right, even with volatility, uh, for the past, you know, decade, more than a decade. So again, we don't have the historical benefit of a hundred years or 50, even 50 years of records with the crypto market, but we can look at this and say, well, this is still the best performing asset class in the history of humanity. And that is certainly something that uh, helps me sleep at night, especially considering the fact that um, I don't necessarily have a lot of faith in the dollar or in, well, I, you know, if I'm just putting it bluntly here, in the United States' ability to recover their financial system because we have over leveraged ourselves to the hilt. That's a different podcast for a different day. You should actually read Ray Dalio's new book if you want to have a true anxiety attack about that. But something to consider. Another thing to think about too is that, you know, the biggest companies in the world are becoming blockchain companies. Facebook is becoming meta. Square is becoming block. And 
Of course, the day-to-day of this market is scary, but if you believe in the future, you know, and if you believe in the same future that these billionaires do, then this industry is going to be fine. And that's really what it comes down to. It comes down to following the money. You know, again, where do we think this money is going to go? Yes, there's always traditional uh, equities market. There's real estate, but crypto is a real market now. I mean, hell, they renamed the Staples Center, the Crypto.com Arena. You can't just get that name on the old Staples Center because you have a lot of money. It's not just about buying that name. There is a, an approval process to that. There's a there's a large amount of cultural significance in that. I mean, Matt Damon doing commercials for Crypto.com now. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the prices are going to go up, but it means that there's been a mass cultural adoption of the idea of crypto. Even then, we're still quite early in the market, but people are beginning to understand that this is a real asset class. It's not going to go back into the shadows. So follow the money. You know, if Mark Zuckerberg is confident enough to name his company Meta, if, if, uh, you know, God, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jack Dorsey is confident enough to turn Square, which is a traditional payments company, into Block, which is going to focus almost exclusively on Bitcoin. Well, I think that's a good sign of things going well for the space. you know. And so this is actually a good time to get in if you've been sitting on the sidelines. It's not tolerable for things to keep going up and up indefinitely without dipping. And there is still a need for new retail investors who are here to hold. This is a growing asset class and we need correction. So I would advise you to be dollar cost averaging all day. What does that mean? It means to buy the dip and to buy when it's going up. Don't try to time the market. Don't get out when it gets weird and scary. Obviously take profits along the way. As you're dollar cost averaging, you're putting in you know whatever you can afford on a regular basis, whether it's weekly or monthly, and you're just holding it. And over time, you're going to average better gains than if you try to buy when it's low and sell when it's high and you start freaking out and getting weird. Just buy as much as you can afford on a regular basis of the things that you believe in long term. I talk about this stuff all the time. And again, this is not financial advice, but what do we have? You know, we have Bitcoin, we have Ethereum. Those are the top two. And then you have things that are competing with Ethereum. So you have Solana, Avalanche, you have you have things like Luna, which has really come onto the scene now, which is attached to uh, USDT. You have Matic, you have Phantom, you have all these different uh, DeFi protocols. There's lots of things coming into the fold now that have strong teams behind them that have real value and, you know, that we're going to continue to grow through these crazy markets. So, don't get scared. Crypto is a fun industry. It's a it's an exciting time to be part of this movement. If you're listening to this, you're still very early. Uh, there's lots to learn. I encourage you to educate yourself on the things that you're putting your money into and you're spending your time on. And when you do that, you know, if you're if you're continuing to learn and you're investing over time, you will be rewarded. And you know, there's also something to be said for spreading out your risk and putting your money into uh, different assets as well. I'm also going to be putting some money into some ETS, some exchange exchange traded, traded funds and you know, just kind of attach myself to the the regular equities market. And that's totally fine, get some exposure there. But I, you know, still continue to believe that for multiple different reasons. One because Web3 technology is the future and two because this asset class of cryptocurrency is such a a big opportunity in terms of the early stage that we're in that you getting in and getting involved in this space now is one of the best things you can do for yourself and your family. So uh, with that being said, 
Don't be too freaked out about the crash. Uh, I believe that we will be back up to speed um, sometime shortly here. And that being said, it may still dip more and that will be okay. That's a better opportunity to buy again. I think that Bitcoin will probably stabilize anywhere between, um, you know, 50 and 60 again over the next, uh, you know, few weeks here. We'll see how it goes. And uh, until then, you know, just huddle, hold on for dear life. So that's all I got for you guys today. I hope you um, enjoyed that and made you feel a little bit better about all the craziness that's happening. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, email me. You can hit me up on Instagram at Daniel DiPiazza, on Twitter at Rich20something. You know how to find me. And that's it. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. That's it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this very short podcast to keep you guys updated on what's going on in this exciting time in our in our world. The technology and the financial tools that we're being availed with are beyond our wildest dreams. And I hope that you are taking advantage of all the information as it's being presented to us now. If you are not on my new Substack, you are missing out. This is the place where I'm going to be putting all of the recordings of this podcast plus podcasts that will not be released publicly, behind-the-scenes content, private essays and articles, news, ideas, and information that are going to help you get ahead. If you go to newwaveentrepreneur.com, click on the first link on that website. It's a very simple one-page website, and you'll be taken to the Substack where all the essays and articles will be located. On that page, you can uh, simply sign up for free updates from that blog, from the Substack blog, or if you want to get on the inside with me, you can sign up for the premium updates and you can basically join monthly to get all this new content I'm putting out. So make sure you go to the website, newwaveentrepreneur.com, click on articles and podcasts. You'll see what I'm talking about. That's where everything's going to be housed. It's all this plus more. So much love guys. Remember, jump on in because the water is warm and the tide is rising. I'll see you next time. listening to this episode and you're digging what we are putting down, if you are into the new wave, if you want to learn about how you too can be a part of this new transition in technology, this new transition in economy, and be a part of everything that's happening, I highly encourage you to check out the new wave workshop. This is a live workshop I'm hosting via Zoom, December 17th and 18th with me and a bunch of other really smart friends who are going to break down everything you need to know about blockchain technology, cryptocurrency, Web3, the metaverse, and everything in between. This is a fantastic primer that will allow you to understand what's going on so that you can participate in this transition rather than just sitting back and being a consumer. This is your opportunity to really understand what's happening so that you too can take advantage of this time, so that you can learn to invest, so that you can understand where the scams are and avoid them, and so that you can come out on top. This is a great opportunity for you to be part of the new wave. So if you want to learn more about this workshop and how you can get involved, you go to newwaveentrepreneur.com forward slash workshop. That's where all the info will be. And of course, we'll put this in the show notes as well.